we had a, a wonderful night of of love and and love. Welcome to The Herd Mentality, an eclectic weekly mix of atheistic, humanistic and scientific conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection and, God willing, entertain you with some scintillating repartee. I'm your host, Questionable Adam, found on Twitter, Facebook and Google+, and it's time to meet our guests. Herd mentalists, hear me! A double whammy for you this week with a champion of reason sketch called The Stinking Atheist and an episode of Raygate called Three Balls, One Cup. Thank you, Ra, for that one. Jim Reaver, who plays the champion himself, very kindly wrote the sketch at short notice. And please do go and check out his website, jimreaver.com, R-I-V-A. He does fantastic books for children on critical thinking and he's a great supporter of this show here. So, Jim, once again, thanks. I really do appreciate it. Well, the Unholy Trinity Down Under Tour is coming along at a rate of knots. Matt Dillahunty, Seth Andrews and Aaron Ra are appearing in Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne. Grab tickets at unholytrinitydownunder.com. Now, they're over 50% sold, so get moving. I'll see you there, probably for a lot of beer. I'm very thankful to all those who contributed to the Indiegogo campaign to help Brian from episode 81 to help cover legal costs over his granddaughter. Now, I must single out Andrew, Joel, Mark, Jane, Simone, Jerry, Henry, Kitty, Anik, and Jordan, and thank you for your support. The campaign has raised over $1,000 at this point. Now, this week, we've loaned money to Wafar in Jordan via Kiva.org to help pay for her university fees. Support like this is only made possible by you, the listeners, like Daniel, Matthew, and Hugh, who are contributing per episode via patreon.com slash herdmentality, as well as Matthew and Frankie for their one-off donations. It means the world to me and every other Patreon who contributes to the show. I thank you. Now, remember, when we hit $350, we'll be doing Raygate the Musical, and it will be both beautiful and brutal. We're only $50 per episode away from that, so if you do enjoy the show, please do support it at patreon.com slash herdmentality. Now, at the end of this show, Callie gives you the details for her podcast, The Gaytheist Manifesto, and I'll be appearing on an upcoming episode. Just finished recording with her today. I'm speaking about the time I spent in France living with a gay host family. I had two host daddies. Fantastic year. Finally, have a wonderful day, and remember, if you're ever in a tricky spot, just ask yourself, what would Ray do? Fighting crime. Protecting the innocent. Orally funded, but equipped with critical thinking. He is the champion of reason. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one, action. Assume everything. Rash, bald-faced, blasphemy. Question. 
Nothing. Find it extremely hard to imagine. Open your eyes. Challenge the opposition. You see religion on a hundred fronts. And start stinking. This is the Stinking Atheist Worldwide. Welcome to the Stinking Atheist, where we think that atheists stink. Hi, I'm your host, Seth Dillahinty. Tonight's show sponsored by the YouTube channel Shock of God and by Holy Appliances, where the refrigerators and dishwashers are blessed by Bishop Rook. With me on tonight's live broadcast to an audience of over a million in the presence of the Lord are my two God-fearing partners of the Holy Trinity Trio, Aaron Andrews and Matt Raw. Now, we're getting ready to kick off our Holy Trinity Trio Great Exorcism Tour, where we'll exercise you down under. Aaron Andrews, why don't you tell our good Christian listeners a little bit about the tour? Sure thing, Seth, and praise the Lord. This is going to be our biggest and best exorcism ever, and we're offering some great deals. Coupons are available on our website for individual discounts, family discounts, discounts for children under 12. We've even got discounts for pets and unvaccinated children, but this will be our last exorcism tour for a while, so don't hesitate to come out and see us and get yourself 100% devil-free. After all, that's what you want to be, 100% (laughs) devil-free. And our satisfaction-guaranteed exorcisms are not just for the stinking atheist, are they, Matt? Certainly not, Seth. Just about everybody's got a little devil in them, whether they know it or not. And becoming 100% devil-free has enabled people to get cured of a variety of things. I'm not just talking about cancers and heart disease. We get calls all the time from people who say that our exorcisms miraculously cured psoriasis, scalp itch, ADD, OCD, PTSD, peanut allergies, mumps, measles, gout, irritable bowel syndrome, lumbago, erectile dysfunction, post-nasal drip, toe jam, vaginal yeast, jock rot, ringworm, scabies, rabies, chicken pox, poison ivy, bad breath, arthritis, hair loss, alcoholism, head lice, peptic ulcers, hay fever, depression, body odor, and shingles. You just said a mouthful, Matt. Folks, you really can't put a price on our exorcisms. And for your convenience, we take all major credit cards and provide a variety of payment plans. I'm going to read a letter we recently received from a very satisfied woman named Lulu Shakenbush. Dear Holy Trinity Trio, I'm a devout Christian who goes to church every single day and prays every single night and tries wholeheartedly to live according to the teachings of Jesus Christ. But I was feeling lethargic and thought maybe the darn devil got into a small hole in my soul and was zapping my energy. So, I received an exorcism from you on your last tour to make myself 100% devil-free and patch that soul hole. Well, I can't tell you the difference it made. Not only did I get more energy, but my eyes, which had been crossed since birth straightened out. And in addition to that, I've been able to attain a much higher level of orgasm. I could never thank you enough. Whenever you come my way again on an exorcism tour, I'll be sure to come. Well, Lulu, letters like that just make our day. But the biggest benefit of becoming 100% devil-free is that you can see the light more clearly. For it's in John chapter 8, verse 12, where Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Isn't that right, Matt? Absolutely. The light we're talking about is the light of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the most power-efficient of known illumination sources, who sits up there in heaven with God the Father and the Holy Ghost. 
Well, I don't know about you folks, but that's where I want to go when I die. Up there in heaven, not down there in hell, where the stinking atheists are going to go. Believe me, they're going down. Well, it's time to take some calls. Our first caller, I've been informed, is one of the many satisfied customers we had on our last exorcism tour. His name is Ernest Logic. Welcome to the Stinking Atheist, Ernest. Thanks for having me, Seth. Now, Ernest, I understand that becoming 100% devil-free cleared up your agonizing third-degree hemorrhoids. Well, actually, Seth, I just made that up so I could get on your show. Oh, well, okay, so, uh... So what's up, Ernest? Well, I'll tell you what's not up. Heaven. Up from you is down from someone on the other side of the world. Don't you see that? That, that voice sounds very familiar, Seth. I just, I just can't place it. Talking about heaven being up and hell being down is a flat earth kind of thinking. And let's face it, we're way past that. Listen, our solar system is about 30,000 light years from the center of the Milky Way which means that it's about 20,000 light years from the nearest edge. So if Jesus assumed the velocity of the speed of light shortly after takeoff about 2,000 years ago and headed toward the closest way out, he would now be only about one-tenth of the way out of this galaxy. And this galaxy is just one of at least 100 billion galaxies. So the question is, and it's a rhetorical question, where in the hell is heaven? I don't think I like your tone, Ernest. I'll tell you where heaven is. It's in the fictional world with Narnia, Neverland, and Oz. So is hell. And there is no devil, just like there's no tooth fairy or Easter bunny. Uh, I recognize that voice now, Seth. It's the voice of... Reason. The champion of reason. What? How did you get on my show? I'm going to cut you off right now. I'm the friend of fact and the foe of folly. And you guys are the epitome of folly. Why are you still there? Cut him off, Seth. I can't, Aaron. He must have tapped the lines. I'm going to cut you off, Aaron Andrews. You son of a bitch. And then there were two. Now, as I was saying, there is no devil. So your whole enterprise is just a bunch of BS. I can't shut down the show, Matt. He hijacked it. Let's call it reason jacked. Now, Matt, you were talking about seeing the light. But you've got your head so far up your sphincter that there's no light to be seen. As for Jesus, he's been dead for about 2,000 years. So all that's left of him is, at best, a skeleton. How dare you speak such blasphemy? Of all the stinking atheists, you are the stinkiest. How did you do this? Did you use black magic? Black magic? No, it was all done scientifically. You see, that's my thing. Science. There is no such thing as magic except scientifically explainable acts that are called magic. See, here's the thing. People who aren't good critical thinkers rarely plan ahead. Using a leaked list of passwords, I simply guessed that you would rank in the top 10 most commonly used passwords. I logged into your IP broadcasting account with your publicly known username, and lo and behold, the password was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Now I've set myself up as the only administrator account on this call. So no, there was no magic involved because there is no magic. And I can't help adding that there are no miracles. Now I'm going to cut you off, Matt. You mother... Whoa! And then there was one. Just you, Seth. You're in cahoots with that stinking Adam Reeks who gets his jollies making fun of my good friends Ray Comfort and semen enthusiast Dr. Pastor James D. Manning. But let me tell you something. 
Jesus is alive and well. He's up there in the kingdom of heaven, sitting on the right hand of God the Father. I know it's true. I feel it with my whole heart and soul. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Seth. I'm going to cut you off, too. You stinking swashbuckling with a for a Whoa! And then there were none. Well, it's just you and me now, folks. And unlike those charlatans, I'm not trying to get your money. I'm just trying to get your attention. Seth just equated his strong feeling with knowledge, but here's the thing. Strong feelings do not constitute knowledge, because in order for something to be known, it has to be true. Let's take creationism, for example. Many people feel absolutely certain about it because they accept what it says in the Bible. But let's get down to psychology and perform a thought experiment. Suppose that, for whatever reason, you had been separated in infancy from your parents and ended up being raised by devout Muslims. You have to admit, do you not, that you would have grown up with equally strong feelings about the Quran. Suppose that you had been raised by devout Hindus. You would have grown up with equally strong feelings about the Vedas, right? And what if you'd been adopted by Tom Cruise? Well, there's no telling what you'd believe in. At least get to the point where you can say to yourselves, I've got these really strong religious beliefs, but are they true? then you'll be getting somewhere. I can tell you this. If you feel strongly about creationism, then your strong belief is nothing more than a strong belief. It can't be knowledge because it's not true. Evolution by mutation and natural selection is an established fact. It's 100% sure. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Don't just accept your religious indoctrination. And don't let the hucksters take advantage of you. After all, don't you want to be 100% foolish free? There are lots of people telling you to believe this or believe that. I'm not telling you to believe anything. All I'm saying is, be reasonable. Isn't that right, Argento? <laughs> Good night, folks. Dig a little deeper. Who knows? Maybe you'll progress to the point of becoming not just an atheist, but a thinking atheist. This fall, in Australia, not America, Australia is on the opposite side of the world, the, the bottom half of the equator. From the Atheist Experience, Matt Dillahunty, host of The Thinking Atheist, Seth Andrews, genetically engineered for perfection, Aaron Ra. It's the city of and I just f***ed it all up. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'll edit that out. You had one job. It's fine. I, I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start off in Sydney on the 13th of March, 2015 at 6 p.m. And on March 18th, we'll be in Brisbane at City Hall. And I just lost my place. <laughs> and we'll be in Melbourne on the 21st of March at 6 p.m. All of us on stage really interacting with the audience. It's going to be a great and fun evening. This is a, a great opportunity for us to come to Australia, meet people, and, and support local groups, and give presentations. And I'm going to be explaining why the Bible is a chronicle of God's failures. But I also want to hear the interaction about the people in their situation and how 
religion is affecting Australians. I'll be doing show tunes. I'll have backup dancers and a motorcycle ball of death. So it's going to be a fantastic evening for the whole family. The Unholy Trinity Down Under Tour. Proudly sponsored by the Atheist Foundation of Australia. Tickets available at unholytrinitydownunder.com. Raygate, the adventures of Ray and Rayman. Good morning. Oh, hello. Hi. Oh, my goodness. Who are you? My name is Rojan, Esther Rojan. Well, what are you doing in my bed? We made love last night, Ray. It was beautiful. Oh, yes, that's... It's all coming back to me now. And here, next to us, it's a threesome. There's a... We even brought in the the eight-horsepower solid gold butt plug. You must be... You must be very special. Well, you seem to think so. Oh, oh, goodness. Well, uh, what's... What's that? You've got more testicles than me. Yes, Ray. I am. I'm a transgender woman. You knew this. I, I did. You did. Housekeeping. Oh, Housekeeping. Oh, oh, put, put that Hello, away. Ray. Who, who is that? Oh, who is no, that? No, it's my Ray. PA. It's my PA. She's. Good not... morning. Oh my! I can't even speak. I'm looking at a gaggle of testicles. What in the bloody hell is going on here, Ray? Oh, Ray, who is this? Uh, she's my PA, but she's very nice. In the love of his life. Oh, no, no, that's not true. That's me, Ray. I'm the love of your life. That, well, th- that's oh, probably closer up, to the truth. He, she, person. <laughs> I, do, I don't really know what's going on here, but I'm absolutely disgusted. Ray, it says in the Bible, thou shall not shag a shim. <laughs> <laughs> But it says in the contract that I knew exactly what I was doing last night. The Wait a Ray! minute. The Bible. Ray, are you a Christian? Oh, well, yes. I, I, you knew about me. I didn't know about you. But you mean to tell me that I was tricked into sleeping with a Christian? Oh, but shouldn't, surely the moustache was a giveaway. This is unacceptable. Oh, well, I cannot believe that you would stoop so low as to tricking me and trapping me in to sleeping with a Christian. Oh, it's like sexual apologetics. So that's it's all, it's all misleading. But you know, it's it's what I do. You should have expected that. Uh, never I... mind you two. I'm the one who's heartbroken here. I don't want to hear another word. Ray, off to the shower to wash that sin off of you. Well, come on, come on, Easter. I'm coming with you. <laughs> Again. I need to lie down. Not on this bed. It's covered in pubes. <laughs> Dead skin. <laughs> it's a simple question of surface area. That's so crusty. <laughs> That's getting cut. <laughs> oh, good thing we got the uh, double shower installed. Well, there's there's a lot of man to wash. <laughs> Yes, there is. So, what a testicular surface area. <laughs> Raylene, um, I think it's a good thing you're here. I mean, we need to get into uh, damage control. I mean, what this Shall could I be. Join a... you in that? No, no. Under oh. no, no. This is a no. We only have uh, Y chromosomes in the Living Waters Sex Dungeon Shower. Oh. I want to know why you thought it would be okay to not tell me who you were. Before you violated me, Ray. Well, see, here's the I've thing. I've always wanted to be violated by Ray. 
See, here's the thing. Um, well, I lied. <laughs> I mean, as it says in the Quran, you, you can lie to mislead non-believers. But you're a Christian, Ray! No, well, that, look, they're all the same to me anyway, those books. Well, that doesn't surprise me that you, you think everything's the same. You can't even tell the difference between a man and a woman now. <laughs> I'm even more confused now. Um, but that is so offensive. Oh. I am a woman. Uh, no, I see no bucket fanny. No, it's, it's all bucket man. I only see a bucket man. <laughs> That's a common misperception about gender stereotypes. I am a woman with a penis. <laughs> oh. I can't put that to it. I can't even put that in. Yes, you can. No, I can't even put that in as the unedited bit. I'm going to have to go and edit that out. This is something so many Christians do to trans people. They trick us into sleeping with religious people. If I would have known about your lifestyle choices when I met you, I would have had nothing to do with you. Oh, no, but our lifestyle choices are nothing to be ashamed of. Stop persecuting us. Oh, that's very good, actually. <laughs> it is It is a dirty, immoral choice that you make to go against nature, and I just don't approve. And, and Ray... If you're whole, if you're like really disgusted by this whole thing, why have you got an erection? <laughs> <laughs> Probably because he sees mine. <laughs> Look, leave us to our it's, sword it's fight. It's like it's like the follow up to that band, you know, one one direction, two erections. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very poor tribute band. Yes. <laughs> Look, Raylene, this could be a PR disaster if this was to Get out there. Um, hang on, let me just towel yeah. down. Um, where can I hang this towel? Do you, do you mind, Esther? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> can I be of any assistance? Well, yes, we need to get under damage control. Have we still got the Twitter handle? Oh, no, I was thinking about, you know, towel drying you, Ray, but never mind. <laughs> now we're all dried up. Uh, let's get some clothes on. and. Uh... I- I'm not dry. Can I just say... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, let's just walk into the Living Waters boardroom. Okay, so now we've got... Uh, everyone's on the same page, mostly. Now I've figured out what I've done. Right, presumably you've got some sort of list of demands. I'm going to the press because I am tired of trans people being tricked into sleeping with Christians against their will, I am going to expose you for the fraud that you are. This is a disaster, Ray. This is going to ruin us. This is the end of living waters. Well, no, I think we've got to be able to negotiate something. I mean, I was <laughs> I was a talented negotiator last night. I, mean, I don't all... care, Ray. All of this for a bit of teabagging on your face. <laughs> I'm disgusted. I want the butt plug, Ray. You what? I want the butt plug. Oh, yes. That's well, we, no, no, no. We all want the butt plug, but oh, was it really worth it for a night of passionate love with somebody who, who really understood my needs and had more testicles than I do? You tell me, Ray. Oh, well, no. Uh, Hang on. I think this has already been a fair trade. You stole my m- manginity. You're high, man. <laughs> <laughs> no high, man. No diamond. <laughs> 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 well, I, I have here the signed consent form. We were we were making a film last night, Ray. Three three balls, one cup. We 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 agreed to this. Oh, this is this is going worldwide. Raylene, I accidentally signed some consent forms. You did what? 
Oh, uh, no, well, it was part of the condition of partaking in a night of passionate love. Oh, Ray, you're so bloody stupid! Uh, no, well, Raylene, the film's already been made, um, and unfortunately I, I don't own the rights to it. But we, we, can't, we can't let this get out. It'd be some sort of PR disaster. So basically, we're fucked. Well, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think the, the best outcome would be that you sign the rights over to Living Waters and we could capitalise on a video like this. Why would I do that when you deceived me, Ray? Uh, because, you know, that'd be the best outcome for me. What about me? I was the one who was violated, Ray. Oh, but... Oh, well, no. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Ray does that. I think we have no option but to pay her off. Oh. This is going to ruin Living Waters. Well, more more so. I mean, financially, we're we're not looking good at the moment. Yeah, we're going to be dead and buried if your testicle and her testicles (laughs) make it out into the (laughs) world. We can't can't have this. You could give me the 8-horsepower solid gold butt plug. No, no, uh, no. Um, no, uh... Oh, Raylene, this doesn't look good. You don't have a choice, Ray. Oh, but... No, but... Uh, oh, but... No, oh. <laughs> Callie and I have some ideas while you had your mouth oh, full, yeah. Ra. Uh-huh. Because we can't call her Callie. Okay. What have we come up with? My name is going to be Rogan, Esther Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you're what? You're a Christian, and then you just sort of jump out of the shower. <laughs> Raylene goes, "Oh, don't, don't point that thing at me." on your finger last night, Ray. <laughs> yeah, a gaggle of testicles. <laughs> yeah. We had a, a wonderful night of, of love and and love. <laughs> <laughs> of love and love. Two, two loves? <laughs> two loves don't make a Kelly, right? Well, I'm coming with you, Ray. Well, this is a disgrace! <laughs> that's what she slash he said. <laughs> Ray, now that's really offensive. Oh, no, well, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone loves crusty so, <laughs> so we walk in. <laughs> crusty shits. <laughs> My hymen's as old as a diamond. <laughs> Gets carbon dated yearly. Yeah, it's very precious. <laughs> the sex tape. Yes, it's part of Two, the contract. Three, three balls in a cup. <laughs> three balls in <laughs> <for> a cup. <laughs> three balls in a cup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so this could, this could be this could be where I put my my signed consent form. Do it, do it. Okay. <laughs> Make a film called Three Balls One Cup. <laughs> Off we go. Really, I don't know what to say because I'm like turned on and disgusted. <laughs> I don't know if to finger myself or kill myself. <laughs> Not putting that out. We, 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 I think we. Oh come on! <laughs> we can talk about my bleached asshole, but we can't talk about me fingering myself. Oh, because we know that it wouldn't just be one finger. <laughs> As if I fingering myself, being like a lamppost. <laughs> what are you doing, standing above a fire hydrant? Yes. <laughs> so, all right. We, we, <laughs> No, because if it was going to be a living water production, it would have been three balls, one bucket. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm towed down. I'm just going to give myself the quick Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh. Connect the Dyson to the Kessel. <laughs> and kiss that bacteria goodbye. Steam that shame away. <laughs> well, okay, what can we do to sort of negotiate some sort of truce? Or as Raylene says, some sort of truth. <laughs> Okay, so serious time now. I think it's important that we sort of put this in the outtakes. Callie, you and I have been speaking about doing this sketch since we recorded the interview about a week ago. So right. you're on episode 80 of the show. And I made a sly reference to Ray not understanding what, uh, e even less than me, about transgender issues. We've spent quite some time negotiating a tactful way to go about this sketch. What happened? Well, the the important thing is that there's a, a narrative of trans people, you know, tricking men into having sex with them, and that uh, you know there's that, that trans women are predators. I wanted to make sure that we didn't play into that narrative. So through conversation, you and I decided that it would be funny to make a joke about Ray tricking me into sleeping with a Christian as a send up of the idea that uh, that trans women trick men into having sex with them. And then foolishly, we got Ra involved. Right, yeah, that was that was a terrible mistake. <laughs> I'm offended. Uh, oh, <laughs> you're offended? Think about the listeners. <laughs> the texts that you and I had sent back and forth uh, were not tasteful. Yes, but our texts are never tasteful. <laughs> we went down so many different paths as to to what could happen with a transgender person. What, uh, from memory, guys, what were a couple of the ideas we'd had? Well, I think in general, uh, it's, it's quite embarrassing because um, even though, you know, we'd like to think that we are tolerant and open-minded people, but we fell into the same trap of thinking that sleeping with someone who's transgender is somehow something negative and we were making negative jokes about it being the transgender that was the issue rather than raise bigotry. Mm. So we had to and we had to bring it all back towards that. And and in fact, Kelly, when we ran a lot of these ideas past you, 
you know, you're giggling along and, and, and laughing, but I'm kind of glad we didn't record at that point. I'm glad we got time to think it through. What, what happens a lot of times is, you know, I, when, you know, when I'm with my trans friends, you know, we make all kinds of jokes that are really funny and it's all about the things that we experience, but those things might be misunderstood and misinterpreted by people who don't understand the experiences that we have and what we go through. Um, so you know, those things could be misconstrued as feeding into the narrative that, you know, being transgender is a joke and that it's, you know, something that's just funny when it's really not. It's easy for me to fall into that because humor is a coping mechanism for me. I just want to joke with everybody about it. <laughs> I did a lot of thinking about, you know, what would be funny, but make sure that, you know, me being trans wasn't actually the butt of the of the joke. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I think we accomplished that. And it was at the start, though, wasn't it? Which is really quite shameful. And in, and when um, Adam and I were texting each other, you know, we were doing it for the sake of comedy, not that we hold those views. We're doing it for the sake of comedy. But it's just quite sad that we automatically appealed to that. And it, it didn't come to us to actually make it that Ray was the idiot and that we were punishing Ray because, you know, he was sleeping with someone who's transgender. Yeah, I don't know. See, I think every sketch we do, it's always about Ray and Ray losing and Ray being an idiot and a bigot and so forth. But it was Yes, but we were saying that Ray was losing because he was sleeping with a transgender. Mm -hmm. But then we turned it around and actually it was Callie who was losing or Esther mm -hmm. who was losing because she was sleeping with a bigot. Mm. Everyone's a winner. Do provide some feedback on the electric Twitter to, well, you can always contact at real Raylene if you'd like to get in touch with the person behind the person or get in touch with Gaytheist Callie on Twitter as well and, and, and myself and just let us know what you thought of the angle that we took. And Callie was so gracious and really lovely and kind. <laughs> Um, on another serious note, can I just say, mm -hmm. you know, you talked about the sort of transgender issues. Are you ever going to put out a press release that says that it's Raylene that has a bucket fanny and not me? No, that'll get cut. <sighs> <laughs> I, this is why I never have sex, because everyone <laughs> thinks it's going to be like shagging water. <laughs> well, we all know about the low progesterone. It's fine. Fair Drier than the Sahara. <laughs> I've got some pills for that. <laughs> Stop trying to convert me oh, with your agenda! Pushing drugs? I will not have a strapodictomy! <laughs> the NHS doesn't cover that surgery. Actually, this reminds me of a joke that you threw out there that I found very funny. Uh, you're, you're speaking to one of the other guests. Your opinion is more bollocks than, or has more bollocks than a waste bin at a transgender clinic. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, just checking that that's still funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I had thought about this before we recorded, and I and I did mean to ask Callie about it. Um, I mean, I can't bear the Kardashians. They're just. I I do feel really sorry for Bruce Jenner. He seems to be copping quite a lot of abuse at the moment. There's no, obviously, there's been no confirmation, please don't sue me, Bruce Jenner, that apparently, allegedly, he's transitioning. And the vitriol in the, even in the UK press, which I'm really quite disgusted because I'd like to think we're quite an open and tolerant society. I hope I've been quite disgusted about it. I just wanted to know what, what it's been like in the US. It, it's been pretty much the same. I think to myself and like, 
you know, I think if, if I was in any way a public figure and somebody thought that, you know, speculating about me going through something like that was an appropriate thing to do, like, I can't imagine. I used to be in the music scene where I live and I, I know I was the subject of gossip among some of those people. And that was, that was not fun. And that's just a few idiots in one city in the United States. Like, I couldn't imagine being the subject of gossip and speculation about something as private as that on a worldwide scale. I just, it's, it's disgusting to me that there's just been no consideration of him and like, well, you know, if this is something he's going through, why don't we let him work it out and let him be the one to tell us like, Hey, I don't want to talk about this or Hey, I want to talk about this and I want to use this as a, a teaching moment. Like I just, I don't, it just, it really, really bothers me. But Kelly, you and I were discussing about the transition process. It's not something you can just go and do. There is a lot of therapy involved beforehand to ensure that it's the correct decision that the person is making before a transition. Yeah, well, there's there's therapy. There's I mean, there's a lot of self-exploration and soul searching that you have to go through because even if you know in your heart it's the right thing to do, there are so many practical considerations to make. Am I going to be accepted by my family? Am I going to be accepted by my friends? Am I going to lose my job? Uh, am I going to be able to find medical professionals who even know what being transgender is? So there's, I mean, there's so many layers to the experience and, and what we go through to have it even suggested to go through all of that in the public eye. I just, ugh. Very well. Kelly, you're setting up a new podcast. I am. It's called The Gatheist Manifesto. And it is about the intersection of atheist issues and LGBT issues. So we're going to have uh, talks and discussions with LGBT members of the atheist community uh, or you know people who have special knowledge. Um, one of my first features is going to be with David Fitzgerald. We do a Gatheist Bible study with him. He's the author of uh, Nailed, Ten Christian Myths That Prove Jesus Never Existed at All. He's a New Testament scholar, incredibly smart guy. And we examine some of the things in the Bible that are generally used against LGBT people and saying this is why, you know, this, this is why God thinks it's wrong. And we have a, a good conversation about that. Kelly, thank you very much for coming on the show. And Ra, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Until next time. Did I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you both. And I love you both, despite all of what just happened. <laughs> You've been amazing, Kelly. Oh, I love you even more. Yeah. <laughs>